Hello, and welcome to Serene Reflections, a podcast of Dharma Talks from the Wallawa Buddhist Temple. I am Rev. Clarissa Beattie, a Zen monk and Buddhist priest from the mountains of Northeast Oregon, where we practice contemplative meditation, the Chan of Bodhidharma, the Zen of Dogen, the Serene Reflection Meditation of Rev. Master G.U. Kennett. You are invited to let yourself grow naturally still, to let go of the world for a while. Join us in listening in sound, in listening in stillness, turning within to listen from the heart that seeks the way. It is good to be back from our yearly monks' renewal retreat. It was good to have it, and it's good to be back to our usual schedule, back with all of you. During this past winter month of retreat time, I have had the opportunity to reflect on our Soto Zen Buddhist practice and I would like to share some of those reflections with you today. First, I would like to welcome the people who one by one have asked to join us in receiving and listening to these talks. We have been holding these Sunday morning retreats from home for nearly a year now, due to the pandemic, and we have covered a lot of ground together in the Dharma Talks. And over the past year, we each have had quite the journey through these interesting times. For everyone, and especially for those who are just jumping in, please know that the monks are available by phone, email, and letter regarding anything you may hear in the talks or anything arising in practice or meditation which you wish to clarify or explore further. In Buddhism, we speak often of the three refuges or three treasures of Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. These three are a reference to the example of the historical Buddha, his teaching, and the people who follow the teaching. The three refuges are to be found within us, as well as all around us. The three treasures include our own Buddha nature, our intuitive knowledge of what is good to do, and the living practice done by real human beings. The impulse 
to turn for refuge to those who live the practice is something which benefits both the one who turns and the one who turns in response to the turning. And this is something which benefits all beings. So, reflecting on our practice. What do we mean by this term, practice? What is it that we do, actually, that we call practice? In Soto Zen, our particular branch of Buddhism, we recognize that meditation is not separate from ordinary daily life. Meditation is the core, the foundation of our practice, yes. And our formal seated meditation is not all that we call practice. We also take care with all activities, with each thing that we do. There is no part of my life which is separate from meditation. Reflect on that thought for a moment. There is no part of my life which is separate from meditation. And meditation is also not separate from the rest of my life. That combination, that non-separation of meditation and ordinary daily life, is what is meant by practice. Yet sitting down to meditate formally is to let everything else drop away and come willingly to the essential point of stillness, moment after moment. It is easier to do this, especially at first, by not doing anything else but this. To set down everything but the sitting, everything but the stillness, and turn for refuge within. And I mustn't stop there. It is essential to find this still center, and sitting quietly helps me to do this. And once I have found my sitting place within, I can also find it in action. When I rise from my sitting place, what I know there in my bones, in my still center, rises with me and moves out into the day with me. When I notice I have gotten caught up in the particulars of the day, 
My still place is right here within me, waiting. It does not disappear. Maybe it slips my mind, but it is always right here, my refuge. The sitting helps in this practice. Regular daily sitting helps. It cultivates the turning within so that the movement toward my still center is a familiar one, which I can draw on even during busyness, even during turmoil. What do I do, actually, during meditation? I sit quietly, upright, with a bright mind and open heart. In a balanced posture, I can restfully sustain. I do not think of anything in particular, and I do not try to stop my thoughts. I simply sit, eyes open and resting gently on the wall before me. I let all that arises come and go without latching on or pushing away anything that arises, just letting it come and go naturally. Thoughts, emotions, sensations, I just let them come and go as I continue to sit. When beginning my sitting, I breathe naturally, letting my breath flow in a circular motion up my spine as I inhale, down the front of my body as I exhale, following the breath a few short times, and then going on, I simply sit. Living life, I can do much the same, it turns out. I can go about my day, whatever it brings, with a bright mind and open heart. There is much I can choose about my activities. I can choose balance, letting go of where I latch on and not pushing away what calls for acceptance letting all that arises come and go naturally, following the natural ebb and flow of my life. Whatever arises, I can continue to turn for refuge deep within toward that which remains still and grounded, whatever the surrounding conditions whatever my thoughts, emotions, sensations. The practice of Soto Zen meditation, serene reflection meditation, does not ask of us that we do something unnatural. It does ask that we do what is true to our heart, that we respond to the intuitive calling within. Our Zen practice is a practice of turning within for refuge, 
of living life from the heart of my own inherent Buddha nature in harmony with who I truly am. That is what is meant by following the precepts, which means to take refuge deeply in the three treasures, to cease from doing harm, to do only good, to do good for others. That is why meditation and living by the precepts are in actuality not two separate activities. You may notice that all this talk of what practice means points very much in the direction of doing or not doing and toward going beyond doing or not doing. Cease from harm. Do good. Do good for others. Neither thinking nor not thinking. Stillness within motion. Flow within stillness. If you have ever studied a new language, you know that the first three verbs you learn in a new language are usually to be and to do and to know. These three verbs represent the most basic linguistic expressions of the human experience beyond subject and object. These are also the most basic versions of the questions which arise in a human being's spiritual search. Who am I? And what is my purpose for living? And what do I know to be true? When I sit down to meditate... I am. I simply am. When I rise from meditation and step out into my life, I express my purpose for living in all that I do. All that I do has a result. This is true from the simplest of tasks to the most profound deeds of my entire life. To be willing to act and to be from the innermost place of my heart is to live fully and deeply in the most significant way possible. The willingness to open the heart in this way far transcends 
the ideals and standards of the times in which I live. Too open to what may become possible for me and all I encounter in this way is to have glimpsed that which transcends worldly conditions, to have touched the great eternal which permeates all. It is to have caught and realized something of the endless working out of karma and vipakafala, words which in their original Sanskrit mean simply action and resulting fruit. If you are drawn to this practice, in fact, you have likely already caught sight of the basic truths of causality in Buddhism. Karma means action, activity. It means to do. It means a deed done and its doing. In English, karma has come to be understood as the somewhat abstract concept that what you put out there will come back to you. What karma really means, what it meant 2,500 years ago during the Buddha's day, is just what you do. In every moment of the day, whether we are intentionally meditating or not, we are creating karma. Karma can be beneficial or harmful. It can also be neutral. But all that we do, our karma, will bring results. Vipakafala. Vipakafala means the ripened fruits of karma, the consequences of our actions. The Buddha taught the obvious, that our actions have consequences. This is true for all our deliberate actions of body, speech, and mind. The Buddha Shakyamuni observed and taught that if our actions stem from greed, hatred, and delusion, then the consequences will be harmful. If our actions arise out of compassion, love, and wisdom, then the consequences will be beneficial. Karma is an ancient truth, much older even than Buddhism, understood in Buddhism to be inevitable and inexorable. Actions will have their results. This cannot be avoided. At the same time, karma is also subject to volition. It is itself the result of intention of will. We are not helpless to its arising. However strong our habitual karma of body, speech, and mind, we always have a choice whether or not to continue to perpetuate our karmic tendencies.
What I sometimes refer to as my karma is like train tracks which have been laid down. Over time, with repetition, in millions of tiny moments, whether knowingly or in ignorance, I cause my repeated patterns of behavior which lead to certain conditions arising which I then experience as circumstances. Eating too many potatoes in my unchecked greed, I may feel sick and wish I hadn't gobbled. Indulging my tendency to be grouchy, people won't want to be near me, and I may get lonely. Thoughtlessly uttering my low opinion of someone, later I come to regret my unkind words when they hear it through the grapevine. Cultivating practice offers the opportunity to see just what kind of karma I am creating. I may begin to see honestly the harmful patterns set in motion in the long ago or recent past. Thus I come to see how to cease from creating them in the first place. In this process, it is important not to judge myself and my actions as good or bad. In this work, it helps most to be honest and compassionate with the self. When I find my actions have been unwise, I can take note and resolve not to repeat them. I can be patient and vigilant with myself again and again for as long as it takes to untangle the beginningless karmic knot of this endless work of practice. Letting the heart of meditation permeate my daily life, I may also come to know where my own behavior has led to good results. Then I can choose consciously to act more from that pure place within, that deep intention within every heart to be compassionate, loving, and wise. In addition to profoundly opening and enriching my own life, this cannot help but benefit others as acts of charity, tenderness, benevolence, and sympathy tend to multiply exponentially once they are set in motion. This is how simply and wholeheartedly doing my practice helps all beings. When I go to sit formally in Zen meditation, I don't actually think deliberately about such things, about karma and vipakafala, or being who I am, or what my purpose may be. I simply sit. 
letting the mind come back again and again to the present moment as it unfolds, letting the heart rest open. The Dharma, the teaching of the Buddha, is rooted in direct personal experience. I can know how my own behavior affects me and everything around me by putting the teaching into practice in my daily life, proving it true for myself, and acting from what I know most deeply to be true. What I know to be true comes directly from who I am and what I do. The results of living a life grounded in meditation, making my life of practice an offering which benefits all living things. We take refuge in the Buddha. We take refuge in the Dharma. We take refuge in the Sangha. Thank you for joining us in listening to Serene Reflections from the Heart That Seeks the Way. To learn more about this practice, including more about how to meditate, you are invited to visit our website at walawabuddhisttemple.org. Here, in the Kanzeon Shrine of our Meditation Hall, we offer the merit of our practice of serene reflection meditation to all beings including you, wherever you may be.